the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, that from today's service, we would be doers of your word and not just hearers. For in Jesus' precious name we're praying. In Jesus' name we're praying. Amen, amen. I've, I've titled today's message, Pay Attention. It's called what? Pay attention. Pay attention. Um, and I, I, I wanted to pay attention today because I couldn't, I couldn't do my slides, so <laughs> it was that kind of week. Um, but let's, let's go into Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5. Genesis 1, 1 to 5. Genesis 1, 1 to 5 says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, making, marking the first day. Marking the first day. In the beginning, God did what? He created. He created. The first thing we learn about God, the first thing is that God is a creator. God is a creator. When I looked up the meaning of a creator, you know, what the definition of who a creator is. It says that a creator is a person or thing that brings something into existence. That brings something, a person that brings something into existence. And if you look into the scriptures, if you go further down in Genesis chapter 1, you will see where it says that God created man in his own image. So if we were created, if we are created in God's image, then we are able to carry God's abilities as well because we're in the image of God. Meaning that we also have creative abilities. God has given us what it takes to bring things into existence. Has it ever happened to you whereby you see a product, you know, or you see an idea, and you say, ah, man, why didn't I think about that? Right? Do you know why you do that? Because you believe that you have the ability to have created that. You did that because you believe that you could have thought of it. <laughs> you just didn't think about it. And that's the image of God. Able to bring things into existence. So he says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and what? And the earth. But it goes on to say that the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. He created two things. Heavens, right? And the earth. But there was something about the earth that wasn't complete. Heaven was perfect. That's where God lives. God is a perfect God. 
Everything God creates is perfect. But God was trying to teach us something in here. He looked at earth and said, you know what? There's no structure here. He looked at earth and said, this, it's all over the place. How can we make this better? How can we make this better? And then he said, let there be what? Be light. Let there be light. He improved not just on earth by separating light from darkness. He improved on earth by also creating animals. He improved on earth not just by creating animals, he improved by also creating man. He looked everywhere again and said, you know what? <laughs> Who will take care of these animals? Let's create man. Who will take care of this man? Let's create a woman, I, I guess. <laughs> God is a God of what? Of improvement. I've come across different people who have said things like, you know what, I'm trying to discover what my purpose is. And you'll be shocked that your purpose lies within things around you that God wants you to improve upon. God wants you to exercise your creative ability to bring solutions to problems. In the place where you work, you have the ability to come up with new ideas. You have the ability to come up with new processes. You have the ability to build new systems. A lot of you have systems either in your school, either in the place where you work. There are softwares, there are different things, there are apps on your phone. This scripture you're looking at is an app. It's powered by an app or something. God is saying, that purpose you're crying about, can you just look around you? That thing you're so passionate about, could it be that that's the assignment I've given you to do? There is something that God has given you to do. I was um, privileged to know a little bit about the parking lot of, of our of the church. We hired someone to come and do the parking lot. The guy came, you know, did a very shabby job, you know, messed, messed the whole thing up. Um, and another guy came and said, you know what, I can improve this. I can do better than what this guy has done. You know, ended up paying over double. I mean, parking lots, where you guys parked your cars, that, that parking lot is over a million dollars, you know, in cost alone. Then the guy, another guy came and said, you know what, yeah, I'll, we do it. So we took off everything and did the parking lot again. This time around, it did a good job. You will know this one has been called to do this. <laughs> then another guy came and said, you know what, I know how to demarcate the parking spots. I can put lines. That's my, that's my own work. That's my company. That's what I do. I can put numbers. I can write, you know, um, names that can assign those parking spots. You know, that guy came and that was all he did. He just he put the lines, he put the lines, he wrote everything he wanted on the thing, 
He was paid, and that's his own job. Someone was talking to me again last month, saying that, you know what, um, why don't we have all those signs that helps you remember where you parked your car? You know all those signs, right? You see them like at the start, Walmart, you know, A1, B2, those kind of things. Because you'll be shocked that some of you, you know, by the time you come into the service, you're slain in the spirits, you get outside, you're going into somebody else's car. You don't know where you park. It's the B2, HF, you know, that would help you. <laughs> you know? So, an improvement. On what? Parking, parking law. My wife flew in from Pittsburgh on Friday, and she was telling me about a new parking place that she um, discovered. Normally when she's coming, she parks her car at the airport. But you know, she parks at this place and you know, it's like she's rushing before the bus comes to, the shuttle comes to pick her up, you know, to go to the airport. It just takes a whole lot of time and you know, the, 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 it was just... So she said she discovered this new place. The same airport. Then she got inside and she Going into the place, she got a ticket, she was going, and she noticed the shuttle coming behind her. So she got to where she wanted to park, and there was a shuttle there. And the guy said, oh, ma'am, we're here to take you to the airport. And she's like, how did you know that I was coming in? She said, that's their own service. As you're coming in, they're following you, so you don't have to walk miles or wait for any shuttle. She said it was a little bit more expensive, but it was worth it. And guess what? That's the thing about life. Quality attracts quality people. I said, that other one, how much? He said, are oh, you so cheap? I said, eh, that's the, so you're paying for it by standing in the cold. Mm, that's, that's, that's it right there. These ones, by the time the guy come, got down from the shuttle, you know, what she was meant to go do in the office, the guy had his little stuff right there, you know, did the payment, everything right there, put the bags, everything into the shuttle, straight to the airport. Parking lot, parking lot. There is an improvement on everything. That's how God created life. That's how God did what? Created life. Let's bring this to the church. Let's bring this to Emerge. JHB as a church, we say that we are all about challenging people, right? To maximize their potential. Because we believe that there is something that God has put on the inside of you. Whether you know it or not, there is something on the inside of you. That is great. So our own job is to make sure we do everything to bring that thing out, to make you see it, that you can do this, that you're better than this. That's our job, to make you see that, you know what, I can't just sit down and be comfortable with average and be comfortable with status quo. That's not who God created. If God is not sitting down on the first day, it wasn't done. On the second day, he said it can be better. On the third day, he said, mm -mm, it can be better. No. If God is like that and we're in his image, then it's an insult on God for us to just fold our hands. So here at Emerge, we say that we're a church. Our vision 
is to make this place such that any young person, any young adult will want to attend here. Any young adults want to attend here. Just like, you know, Demi was mentioning, imagine it'll be, imagine it'll be six years, actually, this month. Imagine it'll be six years this month. You know? And I, we've had a lot of ups and downs just to make sure that we save souls for the kingdom of God. We've had different ideas. No hidden agenda. Everything centers around the salvation of souls. We want to bombard the gates of heaven and just show up. And they're like, oh, wow. Wow, there are a lot of you. Wow. That's what we want. So we've experimented different things. <laughs> when I say experimented, we've experimented different things. We've had a lot of failures, and we've learned from those failures. We've gone to different conferences. We've done several surveys. We've spoken to different people. People have spoken to me. People have insulted me. People have encouraged me. People have, one guy, one guy <laughs> still in this church, he looked at me one day. He said, I told him to come, but he said, no, he said, you don't have a vision. <laughs> young, young, young boy, young boy, young boy like that. <laughs> Say me, I don't have a vision. <laughs> so, okay, no problem. You know what? <laughs> I didn't even answer him. You know why I didn't answer him? Because the scripture says that in the end, the vision will speak. The vision speaks for itself. You don't need to respond to anybody. Anyway, moving on. We've had different kind of ups, you know, times when, you know, would 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 finish, would come, would pack the chairs, you know, would put it back, you know, I'll play the keyboard, I'll finish, I'll come back, I'll preach, I'll finish preaching, go play the keyboard, pack chairs. We've eaten different kind of food. Sorry, if I don't meet donuts, we had some better days of jack chickens and stuff. <laughs> We have some better days. I mean, can you imagine where, you know, we have like trays of food. Trays of food and, you know, you're hoping that a lot of people will come. Like, you, you, you cater for like 100 people and like 10 people show up. Like one row. No, as in, no, I kid you not. One row, you know, 10 people. My wife and I, two. You know, we had ushers. Usher, I mean, we had, um, sorry, um, what do you call Choir, you know, like five. So, you know, and maybe like three other people, you know, um, back there in the technical place. So, you know, the choir would come. They would sing to my wife and I. <laughs> they finish, they go sit down. I preach to them. You know, when it's time to give, you know, one person will solo. The remaining choir people will take the offering of one row. <laughs> who remembers? Daily, you're here. Who, Janet, Janet, you remember? I mean, it's, very, I, it's there was a day, one row. One row, <laughs> and it was so bad. We were in here. We're in the main auditorium, <laughs> so we didn't even we didn't even use the entire row. It was like half of like fourteen <laughs> of like fourteen chairs. You know, service will be over. You know, we'll eat and we'll go and we parks, but because you know people didn't finish the food now, the people were expecting they didn't come. You know, but all of a sudden, little by little. <laughs> Now, something that God did one time, one girl came, you know, she said, I was just driving past. And I just saw, it was on a Saturday, we were still meeting on a Saturday then, she said, I was just driving past. And just thought to come in. And then came in. And she was with us for, I think, about two years before she moved. 
Who invited you? No one. Are you really? That was the day I resolved in my heart. That scripture that says that unless God brings the people, no one can. Everything else is in vain. It's God. Apollos planted, Paul watered, but God gives what? The increase. That planting and that watering is what we do here to make sure that this service is as excellent as possible. When you see us do different things, it's not because we are just trying to entertain anybody. Never. It's to be able to break the negative perception that those on the outside have about the church. Isn't it sad that now there are certain words like hypocritical that is linked with the church? Words like judgmental linked with the church? Words like condemning linked with the church? That's not God's intention. People have different backgrounds and different stories and experiences. If I give you guys the microphone, we will be here forever. But Jesus said, Luke 19 verse 10, he said, I have come to seek and to save the lost. That's his assignment. That's why he came. When you seek something, it means you find it with every intentionality. You, you, you don't stop until you find some, you, you know, you find, there are times when you're looking for your, you know, your car keys or, you know, you, uh, your, you know, you parked somewhere and, you know, they told your car, this spot is empty, but you're looking under the ground. It's, this spot is empty. Your car is not there. You know, you're looking for your keys. You check, you know, you check the fridge. You know, you check your shoes. Ladies, you check your, uh, you know, did I put it in there somewhere? Check your hair. So, so it, can, it can be anywhere. You know, you take it off, you put it back on. Let me just make sure it's not in there somewhere. <laughs> and Christ is saying that I have come to what? To seek and to save those who are lost. One guy used to come here and he asked me at a point, he said, um, oh, why don't we sing African French songs? <laughs> so I said um, I said I'm a Yoruba guy I said if I speak Yoruba to you will you understand he said no I said if you speak um, French to me will I understand he said no I said what are we speaking now <laughs> he said English I said that's your answer right there that's your what? Your answer right there. If we speak French songs today and you lose 80% of the people and you come tomorrow, the English-speaking people like us are saying, are we going to hear English songs today? And we sing English songs and the Yoruba people, speak, people are saying, okay, so when are they going to sing my own song? And, you know, the Igbos are saying, oh, well, mm, this church is a Yoruba church. They're not singing Igbo songs. 
let's not make it difficult for those who are turning to Christ. That's what the scripture says in the book of Acts. I don't know where exactly, I can't remember. Let's not make it difficult for those who are what? Turning to Christ. So as a church, we are doing everything to always want to improve. To improve on what? On our processes, on our steps. I don't have a lot of time. But there are three things that God did in Genesis chapter 1. I might be able to touch on one today. Let's go back to Genesis 1. Let's start from verse 2. Three things. Sorry, um, I'll, I'll start from verse 1. This is the part that says, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was what? Was good. <laughs> Let there be light. And God saw that the light was what? Was good. The first thing that God did was he did an assessment. This thing I'm about to create, this new system, is it good or not? Will people buy it or not? You know, whenever they make cars, before they roll the cars out, they do different kind of test drive. They do safety tests. They do weather tests. They assess the car. Is this good enough for people? There are some of you here, you know what? You want to start a business. You know, let's say Kedwin, for example. Kedwin. If you don't like the food, you, that you want to cater, if you don't like the food that you cooked, you tasted the food, and you had to drink water to swallow it. If you don't like it, we too, we cannot like it. Mm. Assessment. He assessed the thing, everything he created, he stopped and said, you know what? It is good. It is good. Before you guys come here on Sundays, one of the things that we try to do, on Saturdays we have something called a service rundown. Meaning, the praise team that you saw, they come here, you know, they sing, you know, are you glad to be in God's house today? Come on, make some noise. Yeah, we do that first of all to empty chairs. Yeah, on Saturdays. We go through them. We go through the videos. We go through the... That's why whenever a video doesn't play, like the one we had today where the audio was missing, the guys are already shaking because they know that we would meet. Yeah, because we prevent, we avoid those kind of things. That's why a Saturday is there for an assessment. If you want to give a 75-minute good, powerful service, it has to be seamless. 1 Corinthians 14, 40 says, let all things be done with decency and order. You assess. And then he separated the night from the day. 
distinction. Distinction. Excellence. Excellence. Do all things excellently well. I cringe when people do things anyhow. I cringe when people do, oh, as in, you, you see it and you know that this thing coming. So why? 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 Come here. Look at this again. <laughs> I, I cringe when people do things anyhow. I'm telling you. Because God is a God of excellence. <laughs> God is a God of excellence. You know, you can easily come in here and all you will find will just be red chairs. Huh? And white lights. Um, Demi, turn on the white lights for me. Just turn on the white. Just turn, turn it on for me. Turn on the white lights. Uh-huh. And we'll have service like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we'll just come, you know, no drums, nothing. Everyone, you know, just, yeah. Oh, wow. We just woke some people up. <laughs> we just woke. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Hit it back. But we said, you know what? Even in this place that is a cafeteria of a school on weekdays, how can we bring excellence? How can we make the best of this place? It takes a lot, guys. It takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of time. Let me tell you something. The production guides and guest services, they begin to set up this place from Friday nights. They bring in some things. In the rain, in the snow, this guy's bringing some things. And it continues on Saturday. We spend more hours here on Saturday than any other day. Than any, an average of six hours is spent here on a Saturday. Sometimes eight hours. Sometimes we have lunch here. Sometimes even some people have dinner here on Saturdays. Just to make sure we give the best 75 minutes. A powerful service. That's what God wants. That's the kind of God that we serve. And he wants the same thing also in your own life. You want to travel. I asked the dream team this question. You want to travel from America to Australia. And you're given two options of tickets. First class, Spirit Airline. First class, Emirates Airline. Which one will you pick? No, no, say it now. Which one will you pick? Mm. If you take spirits, <laughs> hmm. you can just conclude it yourself. <laughs> the reason why you will take Emirates is because of excellence. You know what you would get. You know your body and your spirit would be intact <laughs> by the time you arrive in Australia. You won't say that, oh, this airline is by Muslims. Would you? You take it. You won't say, oh, I don't speak their language. Would you? No, you will take it. You will take it. So why is it different for the church? Why? People come to church and they think this is the place where anything can be done anyhow. A place where you think, okay, yes, we can disrespect people. We can, oh, it's our people. No, it's not our people. I'm not your people. <laughs> no. God requires the same level 
of excellence. If not even more. As I conclude this morning, I want you to know that you have to do everything to add value to yourself. When you add value to yourself, it increases your worth as a person. And the things you now have to offer, that's what people will pay for. Stop chasing money, chase value. Because value attracts money. Add to yourself. Be hardworking. Research. Whatever field you're in, who is the best in that field? How did the person get there? How can I not just get there, but even beat that? Since you have time on your side, I want you to live here thinking that how will I make the world better? How will I make my community better? How will I make my country better? Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We exalt your name. The entrance of your word gives light. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes this morning. We receive grace from you, Lord. To be better at the things that we do. To live a life of excellence. To be creative in all our fears. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would help us, Lord, to bring out the best in us. And you would help us to fulfill our purpose. The assignment you're giving unto us. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen.